Hi, everyone. Today's HR Happy Hour is part of a special series of shows we recorded at Oracle Open World 2019 in September in San Francisco. You'll hear from Oracle, of course, but more importantly, you'll hear from HR and HRIS leaders from some of the world's most innovative companies on their HR technology transformations and journeys. This was a fun series of shows to record. Thanks to our friends at Oracle for having us out at Open World. You can learn more about Oracle's HCM solutions at www.oracle.com slash HCM. You're listening to the HR Happy Hour Show with hosts Steve Bowes and Trish McFarland. Since 2009, the HR Happy Hour Show has been bringing you thought leaders, workplace and technology experts, academics, and more to take on the most important and interesting topics impacting work, human resources, technology, and the workplace. Learn more and listen to all the show archives at www.hrhappyhour.net. Welcome to the HR Happy Hour Show. My name's Steve Bose. I'm joined by, of course, Trish McFarland. Trish, what is happening? Hi, it's good to see you in person. It is. It's good to be seen. Why don't you, uh, just for a second, share with our audience kind of a little bit about where we're at, what we're doing, what's happening here in the next couple of days. I would love to. We are at Oracle Open World. I was trying to think earlier, this might be my sixth Open World or something like that. So here in, I'm looking out, sunny San Francisco, which you can't always say, yeah, but there we you go. I don't know. I think Oracle has channeled some good weather. You think they ordered that up special for uh, all these attendees? I, I know Larry is quite powerful. I, I, I'm not sure his true, power extends to that's the weather. That's true indicator. No, it's lovely out. Um, it's uh, People are starting to, to fill the uh, the several blocks of buildings that all of the sessions and keynotes are going to be in. So, so cool things happening here at our Oracle Open World. Absolutely. We are going to get into them all with our guests in a second, but just for the, for our audience... We'll be doing four or five shows here in the next couple of days. We'll right. be sending them out uh, over the next week or so. Uh, really, really great stuff. Awesome space they put together for us. This is like our first official like recording studio experience, it's nice. which is amazing. And we'll get some pictures up as well. We've got professionals like all around the room here. We're being Paparazzi. F- we're, there are three people taking <laughs> photographs of us right now, which is incredible. So uh, exactly. it's awesome to be here. So thanks in advance to our friends at Oracle for having us here at Open World. Absolutely. That's it for announcements. Uh, we'll worry about the rest of our nonsense later, right? Let's That's get right, right on to Let's it. Let's get right to it. Our first guest this week is Emily. Huh? Emily is the SVP of the HCM Cloud at Oracle, returning guest to the HR Happy Hour show. This is maybe your third time joining us? At least. At least third. Emily, great to see you. How are you? Great to see you. It's always so exciting to see both of you. And now I get the pleasure of hosting you instead of you hosting me I at know. HR Tech. You're great so points, good. great points. First off, before we get into some of the things that are happening in the HCM cloud space, a little different vibe here at Open World, and a good one as well. Maybe you can comment a little bit about just some of the bigger picture things that are happening here at Oracle. Definitely. You see a new brand of Oracle. It's a lot more human. It's very organic. We are calling it the Redwood brand. So um, like the company has gone, has been going through an internal transformation as we move to the cloud. We're changing our business processes. We're changing the way we deliver products. We're changing the way we service our customers. We're changing the way we 
um, orchestrate our customer journey. So now you're seeing the manifestation of the business transformation we've been going through in the last few years. So you see a much more transparent, organic human brand, and we're going to start um, working on a lot of the marketing programs that will reflect the same tone and, and brand experience. You know what I love about that, Emily? It's not just that it's an exciting new look, right? Because it's it's more than just sort of the cosmetic exterior that, that we're seeing here. It's it's that you also have gone through as a business, as a company, this transformation yourselves. And I think that's one of the things that, whether you're an HR leader, a CEO, a CFO, many businesses, many of your customers or potential customers go through these similar transformations. It gives such credibility, I think, the fact that you're going through this yourself and sort of coming out now the other side. And so I think that's one of the things I'm most excited to see here at Open World this year is really hearing more in depth about sort of where you are in that journey because it has been a couple years in the making. And I know we've hit on it in some prior shows, but what, in terms of, of that transformation, what excites you the most about this particular open world um, that you all are planning to share with us? What are some of the themes that are exciting to you all? Yeah, there's sort of a bigger picture and there are also things specific to HCM Cloud. So the bigger picture is um, the transformation you're seeing mm -hmm. visually is a inside out uh, transformation, right? Uh, the company has been going through cloud transformation in the last 10 years. For HCM, for example, we completely rewrote our application for the cloud right. from the ground up. This is not PeopleSoft delivered in the cloud <laughs> or EBS delivered in the cloud. This is a brand new um, cloud experience that we have architected in the cloud natively. And the whole company has been going through the same um, transformation. So from a brand experience perspective, um, I think Oracle has always been known for our technology uh, prowess, right. we're a technology sure. powerhouse. We're very focused on innovation. Um, and we haven't really been known for focusing, I would say, our, on our brand experience. And now right. we're changing that because we understand perception is powerful. And we want customers to not just feel the transformation, but also see the transformation visually and start kind of feeling that from the brand experience. So that's why you're seeing um, the visual transformation. But from a product perspective on HCM, uh, we are making a number of uh, key announcements. And as you know, we've talked about that in the last few podcasts. In the past uh, few years, we've been focused on this theme of making work more human. Right. And our value proposition is really we want to deliver this human experience to our employees, to our managers, to our candidates, to everyone in the company. So we started with um, transforming our employee self-service, manager self-serve experience. Mm -hmm. And I'm happy to report 100% of our employee self-service and managed service, um, manager service um, transactions have been transformed. Uh, to incorporate mobile responsive design and simplified workflows. But now we're extending that to the HR professionals as well with tools to help them configure their business processes, tailor the, the experiences for employees more easily. Yeah. Um, so that has to do with business agility, which is enabling HR to support the business change. Lastly, uh, is all about supporting the uh, culture of innovation because we believe for companies to embrace change uh, is equally import, uh, important for them to innovate on technology as well as transforming the business. And we want our customers to focus on transforming the business, and we want to take care of the technology innovation for them. And we've done a number of new innovations in the last few years with uh, fantastic results. So those are the things we're announcing yeah. in and this it, event. And it, it, it makes sense to me because it fits with a lot of what we've been talking about 
and from and talking about from other HR leaders that we've had on the podcast over the last few years about how how organizations changing and work is changing, right? Correct. It's it's not necessarily enough for either a technology provider like Oracle or others, or even an HR function internally to to simply just deliver great technology. Of course, we have to do that. We want to do that, but. As you, you've talked about, Emily, there's more to it than that, right? To achieve longstanding or transformational kinds of success, it's not just about, hey, we, we squeezed out one more percent of productivity out of a process, or hey, we've, you know, we, the repeal runs, you know, 10% faster, right? There's a ton here uh, past that or beyond that that gets into the experience people have with technology, how exactly. they feel about interacting with the technology, exactly. and how that makes them feel about the organization as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. That's um, why we want to focus on employee experience because the trend we're seeing when we talk to customers is employees want to bring their whole self to work. When they come to work, they want to connect with the company's value. They want to have a sense of purpose. Uh, They want to feel like themselves. And technology is very much part of that experience. They they also want to use the same tools when they come to work as they do in their daily lives. So there are a few things that we've introduced at this event to humanize the work experience. The first one is, um, as I mentioned before, we've completely transformed our uh, employer employee self-service and mm-hmm. manager self-service to be mobile responsive design. So you can access the workflows anywhere on your mobile phone, on any device, um, and whether you're on the train, sitting on a bus, or, or even uh, driving a car. The other thing we've done in the uh, starting this spring is we've introduced a digital assistant. Yeah, I love that. So maybe for folks who maybe assistant. didn't listen to the last show or not familiar, just maybe tell tell our listeners again what that means, the digital assistant, that 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 capability. Right. So we believe the future of enterprise software and the future of HR is conversational. People are already using voice devices to engage with their own software, whether it's using Siri or using Alexa, and they want to do the same thing when they come to work. So we now have digital assistant that allows employees to perform transactions with their voice or through text. And using voice, you can access basic things like your payroll information or your benefit information or your vacation balance. Um, and with this release, we're starting to have them perform more sophisticated tasks. For example, now with Digital Assistant, you can go through your whole onboarding experience with your voice or uh, through text. You can also start doing performance reviews or performance check-ins using voice or Digital Assistant. And we're also using Digital Assistant to direct employees to some of the more complex workflows that require data entry. So the, the, the check-in thing, you could do that on voice? I'm yeah, just, totally. I'm interrupting you for a second. So like it would be, so if my Trish asked me, to, hey, what have you been up to this week, Steve? And I could just, with my voice, say, oh, I edited three podcasts and I wrote an article and I updated the website. Absolutely. Sent, oh, I Absolutely. I do too. That, yeah. that's, I think too, you know, Emily, I, it's these things, it just seems so natural um, as you're speaking about them. But what I'm thinking is like for a lot of customers or potential customers, these are huge. Every You just announced three or four things that are like huge news to those people that are practitioners and really out there in the field. And when I think back to just, I don't know, maybe three years ago or so here, you know, a lot of these things were, were still just being talked about or were very, very new. So one of the things when you talk about a culture of innovation, um, you know, again, you, you mentioned early in the, in the podcast about, you know, you're not, it's not just EBS. It's not just the whole, um, the whole, um, you know, PeopleSoft kind of redone, it really is innovative. And I just want to make sure that we we highlight that for the listeners, because when I think back to several years ago, Oracle, 
to me, I think is the first that was really um, doing sort of this, you know, conversational interaction. And even though it wasn't quite built yet then, that vision was there. And Mm -hmm. I love that it's now kind of come to fruition because I can remember walking in and sort of seeing the smart office um, setup. Do you remember that? That was several years ago. So again, I think that sometimes maybe the perception is that if if you're a bigger, um, a bigger solution provider, that that innovation isn't there necessarily. It moves more slowly. That's not the case here at all. Mm -hmm. Like I've seen it year after year, you all really seem to make big leaps and bounds when it comes yeah, exactly. to what you're doing. And if you so. talk to our um, product development organization, talk to Chris Leon, one of the things he always says is, this is like the Golden Gate Bridge. Whenever you paint it over once, you're starting to repaint it again. Oh, I see. So, I love that. <laughs> a few years ago, it was all about mobile responsive design and enabling um, these self-service processes mm-hmm. with your mobile device. But now we envision a future where you don't even need to touch your HR system to perform HR tasks. You can get all the information. I love that. You can get your work done with your voice, with text, the way you want to do it. Then you can move on to do something that's more collaborative and creative and strategic. Yeah. Um, so I love that that's really, I mean, you're focused on it, but then you actually deliver it. And pretty quickly, just a few short years is not long, especially, you know, when you think about HR professionals out there or just business professionals, right, who, yeah. are, who are just trying to get their work done and they're, they're so bogged down in a system sometimes mm-hmm. and you're just removing that barrier. That, yeah, that's exactly. huge news. Like to me, that's a, an enormous announcement, really. Yeah, as you know, as part of our platform as a service mm-hmm. offering, we have the chatbot technology. So our right. customers can always use that to extend the capability. But what we're doing in HCM is we want to make it right. easier for customers to start using digital assistant so we're delivering these capabilities out of the box and they can get their employees to start yeah. engaging and, that, and that makes a lot of sense to me because it, it's one thing to offer up or to innovate around technology and provide that to customers but sometimes I've been there right and maybe you two have been mm-hmm. in the past Trish where hey I'm not sure how to consume this technology I'm not really sure how to implement it I'm not sure how to deploy it and I'm not really convinced I can convince my users to use it right mm-hmm. if it's right. if it's either too complex or too too blank slate, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I, I, I like the fact that you guys are thinking about that balance between providing really great technology experiences to customers, but also kind of helping them, whether it's say, hey, these are the, fir- these are the 10 or 15 or 20 most common interactions mm-hmm. from an HR perspective that an employee might have with a digital assistant. Yeah. Things like checking their vacation balance or requesting time off or uh, maybe doing a check-in, et cetera. Like you're helping them, right? So the adoption curve, I'd imagine, becomes much, much faster, right, in organizations because you're you're sort of helping them, right? Yeah, exactly. And guiding them a little bit. You're getting them to work the way they want to work. Yeah. Um, the other trend we're uh, hearing from customers is um, – the talent economy is real, right? Uh, the, our customers, one of their biggest challenges is still to find the best talent. Right. And uh, nowadays, the talent is the constant. They go from company to company, and they maintain this talent profile that they carry with them everywhere. And your job is really to... Uh, leverage their past experience, their competency, their skills to give them the best experience so you can retain them. 
otherwise they're they're mm -hmm. gonna go somewhere else where they can get a better experience so nice. last year I remember I was talking to you guys about mm -hmm. this um, we announced a deeper level of partnership with LinkedIn okay yes across a recruiting across a talent management as well as learning so we are now really happy to announce uh, the availability of the first set of integrations uh, one of the key things is this uh, functionality called talent profile import. So now employees can import their LinkedIn profile. Okay. Um, they can select experience and competencies to bring into their internal company profile. And the reason we want to do that is we want to get a holistic understanding of the employee experience, their past experience, competencies, and skills, so we can match the internal jobs to their experience and also tailor the learning experience, talent management, management experience based on their career aspirations or yeah. their their past experience. So um, that is huge and we're going to invest more in giving employees the ability to uh, really just portray their com comprehensive capabilities in the company so we can enable better career mobility. So you, you say that's huge and, and again for the listeners who you know they probably don't sort of live and breathe technology like we do. Huge is probably an understatement there because um, just to point out, if you're not familiar, LinkedIn doesn't just give these uh, integrations away easily, mm -hmm. right? This is a true differentiator for Oracle. That's a big, big deal. So um, having that capability for your employees is something that you can't go find at every other vendor out yeah. there. You know, mm -hmm. there are lots of times where you think like, oh, you know, are there real differences? And sometimes as a buyer, that's a little bit hard to decipher where those those big integrations are and, and what's different. That's a big one. Mm -hmm. um, I just want to point that out just to reinforce yeah, how big of an announcement that is because, again, I think when you're thinking about your recruiting teams, you're thinking about the, the people who are going to be your candidates applying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, the competitive intelligence is huge. in, and I'm not sure you guys are building this yet or thinking about it or not I love the look I love this idea of being able to import my profile oh, yeah. and, and yeah. reflect my past experiences skills competencies etc on my internal which right. now becomes my internal talent profile right. so I can see how that benefits me plus it makes it easier for me quite honestly to do that if I was a new hire into into one of these organizations now oh man do I want to do that do I want to set up a extensive talent profile of my last 25 years of work experience. That's, exactly. That's kind of a hassle, right? Exactly. But I probably have a lot of that on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. Or it's I do, LinkedIn, right? right? For I've, the most part. I have definitely years ago stopped applying for jobs yeah. when you had to sort of like retype in what your resume already said and, yeah. and it didn't you know the you worst get it is from this. I'm going to tangent for a second here Emily just because I'm going to can I, can I rant for a second about something <laughs> yeah, is that right? yeah, <laughs> yes please you know what bugs me it doesn't happen too often anymore I guess maybe I'm over the hill now but every so often I would get like a an email or LinkedIn in mail from a right? recruiter right so hey um we have such and such opportunity. Maybe we'd love to talk to you about that. And every once in a while over the right. years, you might say yes, you might say no. So you'd say, oh, yeah, sure, that's, maybe that's of interest. And then I'd get a message back from the same person saying, okay, please please email me your resume. All the time, oh, I'm right? I'm enraged. It's like, no. <laughs> Block, you know, delete. <laughs> yeah. You just looked me up on LinkedIn. I was going to say, I haven't had a resume in over 10 years. Yeah, They're resumes awful. are so yesterday. Right. Awful. Yeah. So that's but, really cool. But that's the problem, is that you could not get that information easily from LinkedIn. You could download it, but you couldn't, like put it right into a system. And so that's why this is such big news. Yeah. So correct. I just wanted to really yeah, highlight right. to the listeners. I mean, when the, if they're out there trying to think about, like, who should I look at, that that's a... That's just one reason why Oracle is really Yeah, and I, and I think ultimately the, it could offer some additional stuff as well down the road. Like oh, one of the challenges I know that organizations sure. would have is like, 
okay, where should I go looking for talent? What are the, the top seven companies you know, that I should go target, right? Because you said it's the talent economy is real. Half the time now, Emily, if you're looking for good employees for your, your team, mm -hmm. you're probably having to poach them from somewhere else, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. so understanding better about where's my talent coming from and maybe some of like where's that talent going, right? Mm -hmm. That whole LinkedIn you know, has a lot of data around right. where people are coming and going, and it's sometimes difficult for internal enterprises to, to gather. So anyway, that yeah. is a really cool announcement, and uh, yeah, I look forward to seeing that like yeah. Like in action. I want to see a demo of that later today. Yeah, I, I, I think we're signed up for, <laughs> for right. some, so that's good news. <laughs> yeah, so we're super, super excited about that. Um, in addition, we're also launching this new um, capability called Employee Connections. Um, it's called Connections, actually. Okay. And it's basically a new way of portraying employee information inside the company. So um, it's a combination of your work chart, your, your profile, but now we're giving the employees the ability to write on other people's walls. Okay. Um, so oh, you can okay. also get some social feedback. And the idea behind all this is we want to capture the information about employee holistically. So we can use this information and using machine learning and artificial intelligence to start tailor that experience. Maybe recommend people they should be connecting with. Yeah. Maybe recommend resources that people who are similar to you are consuming. Or um, maybe recommend career opportunities for them based on their career aspirations right. and their past experience. So the, the name of the game is to deliver a more human experience that's connected, holistic, and that really is employee-centric. Yeah, yeah. So it's fascinating to me. Again, we, we attend a lot of um, general HR events where, uh, at least I get asked quite frequently from HR leaders, you know, how does machine learning really benefit me? How does artificial intelligence really benefit me? I mean, I think you're giving a, a very concrete example, right? You're, you're, to think that you're getting a more human interaction and connectivity, right, through connections, but it is through that personalization that comes through machine learning. That's a really good example, again, for listeners who are thinking, like, I'm not exactly sure how machine learning is going to impact my work world. Mm -hmm. That's a, a really concrete way that that's going to happen yeah, or and, is happening. And, and honestly, right? that's the wrong question to ask, really. Like, the, right. I mean, it is the right question no, to ask. No, but that's what we hear. But it, it's the wrong question for, for technology providers to try to address right, right on. Right. Like, you're much better off, I think, talking about experience, agility, innovation, exactly. connectedness, belonging, right? Mm -hmm. Your favorite right. word, right, of this Absolutely. year. Absolutely. Right rather than machine learning. Yeah, right. Exactly. But I think that's that just shows that's how you get there, right? Mm -hmm. It's having that insight through the machine learning, um, through the algorithms that then brings that ability to be better connected or or recommend things to your colleagues or like yeah. you're saying being able to write on someone's wall or share a certain resource or recommend a certain further connection. Mm -hmm. um, those are really that's where the impact I guess comes mm -hmm. as opposed to even just a few years ago, you weren't able to maybe do that in the same way, right? Mm -hmm. So that's, again, another big No, I mean, I, I think, right, the flexibility here is really the key. And just yeah, understanding that it. work is not, it's not transactional necessarily. It's not linear. It's not just related to, you know, where you sit on an org right. chart, right? There's much more to it. Emily, yeah. we just have a couple more minutes with you. I'm getting a little bit of a high sign here. Okay, yeah. that's fine. All right. A lot of, lot of excitement around the Oracle Studio, Trish. There's there. I'm not sure if they're lined up to see us, but there's a hundred <laughs> people lined up outside the windows here yeah. for something. Do you think that's for us? Well, that's for us. Most of know. them are not looking this way, so I'm, I'm thinking maybe no. Maybe you need to do but, something uh, a little more interesting maybe to make so. them look maybe over so. here. But, you um, know, next year we need speakers that 
project out. That would to the be good. Online, Let's right? make that a note. Someone note right. that. Okay. Someone note it. Uh, noted. So in the next. <laughs> yeah. So what's you coming mentioned. up? Uh, what else do you want to make sure we touch on before we sort yes. of launch into the open world experience? Which yeah. Is the other thing the I want to touch on is uh, I've talked a lot about the employee experience for employees and managers and even candidates, but um, we also care about our HR audience. We, after all, we sell to our HR uh, teams and professionals, so we want to deliver that human experience for them as well. And the challenge they face today is the business is changing all the time. And they have to really align HR strategy with business strategy. And they have to configure different business processes and deliver different experience to support this ongoing change. So we've delivered a set of tools that make things easier for them. Last year, we launched the uh, HCM Experience Design Studio. Mm -hmm. So uh, this is a tool for HR professionals to configure business processes for each department in the organization. They can deliver to the uniqueness of each organization from a tone of voice, from cultural differences, from the differences in business processes. Now we've also given them the ability to have intelligent defaulting. So you can have conditional rules that says, okay, if it's engineering, they would right. have this type of business process. Right. Uh, this type of data fields. Mm. The other thing we've done with the Experience Studio is uh, studio is now we have something called event-based process, uh, which means, for example, when you get married, this is a triggering event that has a lot of downstream impact. So not only do you need to change your profile, you may also want to change your tax deduction. Right. You may want to change your benefits. Right. And oftentimes, people have to do it several times to make all the changes. Now, when you make a life change, we have conditional defaulting, so everything, all the changes, you can make all at once. Yeah, um, and, and it's in, you can design it to be intelligent to say, most likely when you get married or have a child or something, there's these three or four things that happen downstream. Correct. And we're going to configure a nice process flow for you to make that easy, make it simple for you to understand. You can navigate through it and make sure you don't miss anything, right? That's yeah. a hugely important issue, right, yeah, for employees, yeah, right? Employees in their benefits, et cetera. Making sure that those are correct and making sure that they're right and, and making sure that, you know, the new person in the family, whoever that person may be, is right. covered. That's not an insignificant thing. Mm -hmm. That's a big no. deal. And it's big to them. Yeah. yeah Can I just exactly. say thank you, too, because I, as a former HR R pro, like, we are sort of the forgotten people, right, in all of this. And, and it's, of course, you know, the, the employee experience and the manager experience, like you said, very important. And I think that's where a lot of vendors have been focused for a few years. And those, it, those are the sexy things. It right. is. But thank goodness Oracle's got the HR pros in mind. <laughs> Seriously, because it, it, it gets lost a little bit. And if you're, you know... A one or two person HR team right. or, or on a big team, you know, either way, you, you sometimes feel like an island. So knowing that you have um, a design studio that will help with your process formation, I think that's brilliant. All right. So, yeah. Really well, exciting. Emily, thank you again for ha having us here. Um, you're our official host here at Open World. <laughs> thank you for so having us. So thank me. you for having us. Uh, great to see you again. Uh, Emily, huh? SVP of the HCM Cloud, giving us a scoop on some new things happening at Oracle, the open world, some exciting announcements from HCM Cloud. It's going to be a great couple of days, a great series of shows we're doing here at uh, Oracle Open World as well. So, Emily, thank you again. Have a wonderful event. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And I hope you guys have a wonderful experience. Enjoy the weather. Enjoy the conversations. <laughs> You'll be awesome. Awesome. Thank you. All right. So uh, that's it for this episode of the HR Happy Hour Show. My name's Steve Bose for Trish McFarlane for Emily. Thank you for listening. We will see you next time on the HR Happy Hour Show. And bye for now. Thanks for listening to the HR Happy Hour Show, your source for information and conversation on work, the workplace, technology, and more. Learn more and listen to all the show archives at www.hrhappyhour.net.